It's footy tipping at its best, the smelly boot, on the Darling Downs Triple M. Start at Bottle Mart when you need your favourite drinks delivered fast. I reckon he's got it. Big thanks to Bottle Marts, and we talk rugby league in the smelly boots. I welcome our tipsters. Gov, good morning. G'day, guys, and the curse got manly last night, I see. We are absolutely bang on. Nothing has changed in 2021. <laughs> uh, all three of us tipping manly there uh, at Four Pines Park, because you can pick up a uh, carton of Four Pines at the bottom up. Uh, and uh, we spoiled the party for Desi Hasler and the boys. Uh, good morning to Paul Solid Rudy from k Plumbing Supplies in the Western Mustangs. Yeah, good morning, Lee. How are you? Good morning, Gov. I thought you might have been hiding under the bed with Jack DeBellin and the rest of the St George team, but good to see you're, uh, you're available, mate. Well done. Mate, I was there, but Desi Hasley kicked me out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we, were, we were thinking that you might actually get a run uh, with the, way, the amount of suspensions uh, laid out there. Uh, we, will, uh, we will talk about that in just a moment. Uh, obviously a massive part of the uh, rugby league landscape over the last uh, week, but uh, last night, 30 to 16. Canberra Raiders, uh, they got thumped the week before by the Gold Coast and they've come back and beaten one of the form teams. Does it show the lack of depth, though, that Desi Hasler has uh, if, uh, if Tom Trebojevic is out? Uh, they've got no chance, Gov. Well, it, that's exactly what it looks like. Like, Trebojevic, he sparks most of their um, attack. Uh, great finisher. Um, and obviously, when he's not there, the rest of the team just fall in a, in a heap. They've got no confidence and it showed last night. They started well. The Raiders were a bit wobbly. They scored a try, and then they just dropped the ball. Manly, Manly with their own worst enemy, let the Raiders back into it, and the Raiders just took control of the game. And, yeah, poor old Desi, I don't know what he does. Yeah, it's uh, just a, a scary scenario, Solid, as I say, with that strike player out. Should he pick up an injury in Game 3, a state of origin or something, Desi might be in for a bit of a, a run of bad luck. Yeah, well, they were really struggling Manly until Travojevic, until Tom Travojevic come back. And um, then they started going on the winning streak. But I think they also missed Cherry Evans as well. The two blokes who do direct them around the park are Cherry Evans at half and Travojevic, particularly in defence from the fullback position. So obviously with them two out at the origin camp. And uh, the Raiders had a few out as well last night. They had four out. So, yeah, they did well. They did very well. I'd be scared. I'd be worried if I was Des Hasler. 30 to 16 uh, over the uh, Manly Seagulls. All right, uh, let's go back to the uh, issue that has dominated rugby league headlines. Uh, Paul Vaughan, his, uh, his contract has been torn up. Uh, we've got, you know, just ridiculous stories coming out of people hiding under beds and Corey Norman jumping fences and hiding in bushes and all of this sort of stuff. Gov, as the only St George fan on this panel, uh, were you disappointed? Oh, absolutely, mate. Um, as everyone should be. Like, everyone knows the rules into the, the COVID situation, be it Queensland, New South Wales or Victoria. Um, everyone knows the rules. If you break the rules, you get fined, you get punished, and that's exactly what's happened. And um, it's exactly what should have happened. Um, I don't know whether they thought they were invisible or whether they could have a party and they're just above the law, but... Um, yeah, no good for the St George Club or the supporters, but um, yeah, there's a couple of clowns around the joint, that's for sure. Well, there certainly is. And uh, you cannot believe it, though, Solid, that following all of that and all the, the press around it and all the backlash from players, from former players, from officials, from fans, all of it, and yet we have this scenario with Jai Arrow in the state of origin camp. <laughs> Well, he should have known better. He's just seen the book get thrown at Vaughan and all the St George players, and then he decides he's above the rules as well and brings someone into a bubble. And they're putting the whole state of origin. Like, if that 
person he brought in tested positive at all, or he does, the, the whole team's going to be quarantined. There's going to be no origin. And then they just don't realise the amount of money that's tied up with this, but also other people's futures. So these blokes, I, I think the St George players have got a one-week suspension and allowed to do it over three or four weeks. I think they got off light. I think Vaughan copped a real big penalty, but the others were just as stupid. They accepted the invitation. They went there knowing that it shouldn't be happening, and... Yeah, I don't know. I think some of them have got off light. Yeah, well, don't forget, too, Vaughan is a two-time offender. This is the second time he's breached COVID uh, restrictions, and that's why the book was really thrown at him, and he's also been involved in another little scandal from a couple of years ago that sort of left a bad taste in the mouth of the Dragons officials, and they were really hoping that he'd just pull his head in. Unfortunately, it hasn't been the case, and uh, you do wonder whether they just get to such a point where they, they just think, well, we uh, nothing can happen to us, uh, we'll be all right, and uh, we'll just do what we want to do, and unfortunately, uh, it it, it affects the fans more than it affects anybody else. So uh, hopefully the Dragons have a week off to lick the wounds and hopefully they can bounce back after all of that. So this week, only three more games to go. Uh, we've got tonight at 5 to 8, Stadium Australia. Rabbitohs will be, uh, you know, obviously missing a few troops there. Still extremely short-priced favourites against North Queensland. If you're on the Cowboys, $5.50. Uh, any chance we'd be on them though, Gov? Well, five weeks ago, the Knights, these two sides played. The Knights um, won this game 36 to 20. The, the Cowboys? Last... Cowboys. Sorry. Cowboys. Cowboys, sorry. Yes. Yeah, sorry, that Cowboys won the 36 to 20. And then five weeks later, um, the Knights played and they beat them 38 nil. So the Cowboys got whopped last weekend. So, yeah, just absolutely crazy that they could turn around within a month. Um, going to be a very, very long night for Todd Payton and his Cowboys. The Rabbitohs get away at this one. Rabbits for you, solid. Yeah, I agree. I think the Rabbits, even with their origin players out, will be uh, too strong for the Cowboys. They're, they're too hot and cold, the Cowboys, to stick with them. The Rabbitohs are going well. All right, I'm with you there, all three of us on the Rabbitohs. The Bankwest Stadium uh, on Saturday night, I will host the Bulldogs. And again, this is a very one-sided betting affair. The Sydney Roosters, $1. ten to the $7 Can- Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Uh, any chance that uh, you'd uh, pick up a mozza by putting your money on the doggies, uh, Solid? Oh, no, I wouldn't be going to be putting any money on the dog. You right. could lend me 20 million, I'll go and have a crack at the dog. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably keep right. half of it at least anyway. Of course, yeah. I know <laughs> I'll get something back. No, nah, the roosters fight plenty, mate. doesn't matter who's out for them for origins. The dogs are going terrible. All right, looks like he's got the, the money's going straight to the salvos again this week, Gov. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Look, the dogs got rolled 66 nil last week. The roosters got beaten 46 nil. so it's a great form line for both sides. Isn't it? I think the Roosters uh, got a little bit more strike power. They get away at this one. Oh, yeah, I'm on the Roosters as well. Can't see the dogs uh, beating them there. So the closest game uh, to come will be Sunday afternoon, just after 4 o'clock, Netstrata Jubilee Stadium, uh, the Sharks and the Warriors. Uh, which way do you see this one going, Gov? Yeah, well, the Warriors pick up Matthew Lodge. He's first game for the uh, the Warriors. Um, him and... I don't know if that's an in. Yeah. Well, him and Fanua Blake... Um, if they take control of the ruck, that'll give uh, young Reese Walsh a bit of a chance out the back. So I'm going to go the Warriors on the back if they get over the top of them in the middle. Mm, okay. For the upset there, uh, the Sharkies are still the favourites in the betting. What do you reckon, uh, Solid? Well, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Sharks couldn't beat the Broncos last week. They were pretty dismal there against them, and that's not good form, so I'll go with the Warriors. All right. Well, nothing to uh, split us at all this week over the four rounds because I'm also uh, thinking that the Warriors can probably upset the uh, the bookies' odds and uh, get the win there. Newcastle, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Penrith, Melbourne, St George, West Tigers and Parramatta will all be sitting out for the bye this weekend because Wednesday next week and we see State of Origin head to Newcastle. That's 
it's new ground for State of Origin and uh, a dead rubber. But, you know, I've never been a big believer in dead rubbers in State of Origin. I'd imagine, uh, boys, that uh, Queensland will be really wanting to uh, get that win on the board one way or another. Gov, have they got the strike power, though, to uh, overcome this mighty New South Wales side? Well, we go to enemy territory, as they say. It's going to be a tough ask. New South Wales have been playing really good football. They've um, blown us off the park the last two. Uh, we've got um, a Hemiso, uh to be a fly chasing Tom Trevorovic around the centres. That's a Glad hard you said to that. boo. <laughs> That's a hard to boo. Um, it's a hard pronounce. Joey Arrow's out. He's got a um, he's got a date on Wednesday night, so he's not going to be there. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Look, tough gig. <laughs> I'll go the I'll go the Maroons, but yeah, um, fingers crossed and hope the ref looks after us a little bit. All right. Well, I appreciate your loyalty, you <laughs> Queenslanders. You're sick solid, that is for sure. Speaking of which, uh, solid, uh, how can they beat this New South Wales side? Oh, geez, they need to start today, I think, to <laughs> get a head start on them. They're, That's a good point. They're just not going well enough, Queensland. There's something missing there with them. I don't know what it is. But as Gav said, look, I hope they step up. I hope they go down there feeling like they're a little bit under siege. Um, going into enemy territory and they, they sort of bind together and get into it. But I can't see them rolling New South Wales. They've got a very good side at the moment. I'm going to tip New South Wales to just get up over Queensland. Hang on. <laughs> what? Gov, did you it's hear the women's that? we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, the, the ladies. Yeah, they go round again. They go round again. Yeah, well, we'll put the ladies in for the men. We might even go a bit better. But <laughs> no, I'll go New South Wales, Lee. I'm going to put the kiss of death on them for you. Wow. Well, you heard Solid it here. That's... Solid, that's what Jai Arrow's doing, trying to bring the ladies into the side. That's his willy. Yes, he did. That. Yes, thank you. He's dirty. He didn't get invited to Vaughan's party. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Having his own party. Uh, well, there you go, folks. You've heard it here. A dyed-the-wool Queenslander has tipped New South Wales to win the third State of Origin game. That'll dead set doom. And that's why we call him Solid, folks, yep, because there's that. no doubt about it. He was always going to stick solid with his team. Well, I'm tipping New South Wales uh, to get the job done in a 3 sweep and uh, make Freddie Fiddler one of the great coaches of the uh, Origin uh, Arena. So uh, cannot wait for Wednesday night next week. Uh, locally after Madsen Rasmussen last weekend and uh, thank you uh, Solid and the uh, TRL crew and everybody for inviting me along to be a part of it. I had an absolute ball there up in the box last week and my son uh, who was roped into doing some of the online scoring and all of that. We had an absolute ball. It was a great three games that we watched and uh, what's happening this weekend? Yeah, yeah, to follow on from that, it's going to be very good. Warwick are going to take on the Valley's Roosters on Saturday at Father Ranger Oval. That'll be a great game. Highfields will take on Pittsworth at Cools Road. Newdown versus Oakey at Jack Martin all on Saturday. But Sunday will be a great match. Dolby take on models out at uh, Dolby, kicking off Sunday at 2.30 for the A grade. That'll be a good game. And South and Brothers in Toowoomba, Clyde Berghoffer. That'll be another fantastic uh, game as well. So there's plenty of uh, local action. And then the Mustangs take on the Sunshine Coast. One o'clock Saturday up at Sunny Coast. So good luck to the uh, Wagner's Mustangs as well on Saturday. All right, looking forward to all that. And uh, for $50 to spend at Bottle Mart, start at Bottle Mart. Uh, you just need to tell us, one triple three five three, which coach was it suggested uh, may have been under the bed hiding with some of those Dragons players? So uh, <laughs> which coach was it suggested may have been under the bed hiding with some of those Dragons players? One triple three five three. First correct answer, 50 bucks to spend at Bottle Mart. Enjoy the footy, boys, and we will talk next week. Cheers. Have a great weekend, guys. It's 11 to 8. Well, my favourite time of the week as we get to talk all things food, and we do it with Dine Darling Downs, Kristen O'Brien. Good morning. 
Good morning, Lee. How are you going? Uh, looking forward to the end of the school holidays is how I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> we love our kids. We love it even better when they're at school. So uh, we're about to get back to that hectic routine in our household, and I'm sure the same is uh, going for you as well. We've really enjoyed some downtime this school holidays. Actually, it's been pretty cold, but, you know, working parents with families, we always do seem to, um, seem to be stretched for time, I guess. So today I want to talk about a Toowoomba business. It's called DF Smokehouse, DF short for Darling Fresh. And these guys have a range of pre-cooked smoked meats and plant-based products that certainly do make mealtimes a lot quicker, easier and delicious. Oh, Delicious is absolutely right. Let's start with the mm. fact that this is a local Toowoomba business. It's run by Jeff and Karen Schultheis. And uh, all of these products are seasoned, smoked and cooked right here in Toowoomba. And it's all natural. So there's no colours, there's no preservatives, there's no nitrates. They don't use artificial smoke flavour. Delicious real meats and the range is incredible. Well, we think the range is fantastic. You know, there's sliced beef brisket. Now, everybody loves a good smoked brisket, mm. to be honest. I know you do, Lee. Yep. Um, there's pulled pork, pork belly bits, which are little delicious uh, chunky pieces of pork. There's pulled chicken, smoked chicken thigh fillet. There's um, smoky chicken wings. And, of course, they do have some um, smoked plant-based products as well, like mushrooms. Oh, and they, they're incredible. I, the, you get the big field mushrooms, mm. and then I just warm them up on the barbecue and pop them on top of a steak, and they were magnificent. And they you know, imparted that smoky flavour into our steak. So I've tried a few of these things. Uh, the chicken wings, wow, just melt in your mouth, and the smoky flavour was amazing. Uh, Kids and, love them. Oh, so, you know, little wonder, not only me, but plenty of people keep going back. There's no preservatives. It is just a great idea for an easy dinner on a busy weeknight or when the footy's on. In fact, one of them, uh, I think it was the pulled pork, uh, I just heated it up and then poured it in with some pasta. And great, there you go, dinner done. Well, I haven't tried it with the pasta. I have tried the pulled pork and it was a really big hit in, in our household. So I made some fresh coleslaw. We just popped the pulled pork in the microwave. It only takes about six yeah. Minutes or so. And by the time we'd buttered some rolls, uh, add a bit of cheese, the coleslaw, and dinner was ready in under 10 minutes. So I really love that. And it's all natural. It's made in Toowoomba and it's local. So Exactly. Yep. Yeah, great idea for camping because it's all done in the cryovac bags. So, you know, you buy the chicken wings or the smoked brisket to put on burgers, the mushroom, as I mentioned, to go on top of the steak. Uh, it's ideal and uh, it's in the uh, cryovac, so it just tucks away nicely in your esky, not taking up a lot of space. Yeah. You heat it up so easy. DF Smokehouse products uh, are here available locally. Where can we pick them up? Well, Deli Delicious have them in Harry Street. We love Deli Delicious, so you can pop in there. In Grand Central, you can pick up some of these beautiful DF Smokehouse products at Toowoomba Fresh. Right. Now, they'll also be available from Central Health Foods in Grand Central as well. Uh, yep. We can taste the plant-based products from 10.30am uh, tomorrow. So call in, say good day to Jeff, and uh, then from Tuesday next week, they'll be available too at Spa Mackenzie Row. It's the corner of Mackenzie Street and Campbell Street. And you can also order these products online at DF Smokehouse. Now, the house is the sort of the German spelling, yeah, the H-A-U-S, dfsmokehouse.com.au. Check it out, and you're going to love it, let me tell you. Uh, and uh, don't forget, go to dinedarlingdowns.com.au. Check out their socials for everything happening foodie-wise around our region. Kristen O'Brien, we'll talk same time next week. I look forward to it. Have a great weekend. Go the Blues. Ah! 
Well, thanks to Hollywood, uh, you've probably heard the term wedding crashes, but uh, have you heard funeral crashes? Well, you're about to, because, uh, again, Hollywood's about to get involved, and this time it's uh, around a Gold Coast bloke who's turned this into a career. Bill Edgar joins me for breakfast to explain all. Uh, Good morning to you, Bill. Good morning, Lee. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for your time. This is an extraordinary story. Uh, you call yourself the the coffin confessor. That's uh, I know you got a uh, a book there, and uh, you you had a uh, you know tough upbringing. Uh, you spent some time on the streets. You end up in Bogger Road Jail. Uh, you become a bit of a jack of all trades, and then somehow you end up the bloke that stands up at somebody's funeral and drops a truth bomb or, tr- or two, uh, despite the fact that nobody there knows who you are. I, how does that come about? Yeah, that's, that's basically in a nutshell, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so how it came about is that I was uh, investigating a matter for a gentleman who was knocking on death's door, um, and we got to talking about death and the afterlife. And I suggested he do his own eulogy. And he said that he'd been to plenty of funerals in the past where the eulogies just aren't played because the family just doesn't play them. I said, well, I could. And it was a joke. Okay, it was a joke. I just said to him, I could crash the funeral for you. And that's how it started. He said, yep, you're on. You're crashing my funeral. And I did. You know, so outed his best mate while his best mate was doing the eulogy and told the audience that his best mate had been trying to have sex with his wife while he's been on his deathbed. Wow. <laughs> that must have caused a bit of a stir. I mean, you've been involved in funerals, you know, for bikies and all sorts of things. Have you ever, ever found yourself in harm's way? Oh, look, it's one of those situations where once you've got the crowd on your side and you let the crowd know that, you know, their loved one has left a message and something left unsaid, and they, it's got to be said, they want to hear it. So they'll tell everybody else to sit down, shut up, or bugger off because they want to hear what their loved one left unsaid. <laughs> I love the story, uh, clearing out the context of, uh, contents of an elderly man's sex dungeon uh, so his kids wouldn't find it upon his death. I mean, you have been involved in some pretty extraordinary private situations that many people couldn't even imagine. Well, that's it. It's people's secrets, their desires, their, you know, their, their innermost feelings. And I'm sitting with these people before they depart. And I'm letting rip at their funeral or I'm going to their home and I'm doing home sweeps where I'm cleaning out certain items that they don't want their family and friends to find. They're embarrassed by them. Even though they're deceased, they still don't want these items found by other people. So, you know, why not? It's a good service and I enjoy doing it. Absolutely. Uh, now, I, as I mentioned, Hollywood's getting involved. I, I believe there's both a reality TV show in the works as well as a movie. Yes, there's a lot going on at the moment. I mean, the book just launched, so the book's been going gangbusters, which is great. I just signed a deal with Paramount Pictures, and uh, truly original part of End of Mile Shine, yeah, for a uh, reality show in the US. How fantastic. And then uh, the movie, uh, who would you like to play you? Uh, Probably someone like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been tossing up Mark Wahlberg, and if it goes dark... um, Someone like uh, Vin Diesel, and I'm like, okay, well, that's Hollywood. <laughs> that's fantastic. What did you? What did your immediate family think of this? I mean, are you, you, your wife, I believe you've been married for well over thirty years. I mean, what, what is her thoughts when you said this is what I'm going to do for a living? <laughs> 
Yeah, look, when I, the very first funeral, you know, when I told her what I was about to do, she was sort of like, oh, I don't know how this is going to end. But it's you, Bill, and I understand who you are, and you've got to do what you've got to do. Um, but then when it rolled on to others, and she started to hear the stories of how a lot of family members become vultures before people even died, and going through their items and possessions and divvying up their assets, she sort of got on board and said, yep, you're right. There is a need for this. There is a service. So... I'm all for it. Go for it. What about for you at the uh, at the end of the tale? Uh, would you, you know, consider having somebody come in and take over the mantle by starting at your own funeral and maybe telling a few things that nobody knew about? Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, if you read a book, I'm open book. Everything's <laughs> in there. So, but, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I want... Um, I want my my coffin packed with uh, something like uh, heaps of uh, fireworks before it goes into the furnace or, or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing a lot of viewings lately where people want their mobile phone placed into the coffin or they want to be pinpricked to make sure they are actually dead, which I've done. You know, you, so. You've actually physically done that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, my, clients, my clients requested <laughs> that I pinprick them to make sure they're dead because they're petrified about being buried alive. I could understand that. Yeah. Why not? I must admit, that is one of my fears, and I've talked about it on this show uh, before. I, I don't get too worried about snakes and spiders and other things. <laughs> I don't like heights, and I'm scared to death that yet when I when I do go, uh, yep. that they're, you know, they're starting to work on me or something or cut me to pieces or something, and uh, and I'm still feeling every bit of it. I, it. It's more like a Stephen King novel, but I'm glad there's somebody there. Uh, that, well, there uh, you go. Who that, are you going to call? The uh, Coffin uh, Confessor. The Coffin <laughs> Confessor. Uh, <laughs> so, so obviously, uh, people are going to be very interested to read the book. That's called The Coffin Confessor, and that's available through Penguin uh, Books in Australia. Uh, then, the, then the reality show, then the movie, we'll all see that. But what about if somebody's listening now and goes, well, I'm, I'm getting towards that and I want this service. How do they make contact with you and, and enlist your services? Uh, they only have to Google the coffee professor nowadays. It just—it's all over the place. So yeah, that, all my numbers, everything comes up. Details are there, mm. and uh, you know, I, I'm getting probably you know uh, three to five hundred requests a night at the moment. Holy uh, smoke! Obviously, I've got to go through all them because a lot of them people aren't even close to death. They're just thinking about it while yes. COVID's on. They're—they're they're upset. They, they want to leave a message for their loved ones, which is great. God, you could start We're all a, a, going there. Well, exactly. skeleton in the closet. It's it's inevitable, and uh, I think this is absolutely amazing. You could start a franchise uh, the way that's going <laughs> by the sounds of it. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Your story is, is an incredible one, and uh, I urge people to get the book, The Coffin Confessor, and uh, read the full story of uh, Bill Edgar's life uh, in the lead-up to this. Uh, that's, a, that's a great story in itself. Uh, and then, of course, uh, this business venture of yours, uh, which has just been extraordinary. Uh, well done to you on, on where you've taken this, and I, I think it's just absolutely admirable that you're doing something for people, uh, you know, at a time when most people, are, we turn away from death, uh, you're helping the family and them to embrace it. And uh, I think it's absolutely extraordinary. So uh, all the best of success for uh, what comes next. And uh, I, I'm absolutely thrilled to say that I've had a chat to you. Bill Edgar, The Coffin Confessor, uh, get the book and look out for the shows and the movie. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thanks, Lee. Thanks so much for having me and uh, hi to all your listeners. Thank you. 
You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious, and a guy who claims he literally experienced hell has recounted his memory of what happened when he was allegedly trapped in the underworld for 23 minutes. Bill Wise has recalled what happened when in November 1998 he got up at 3 in the morning to get a drink. Despite thinking he was just heading to the fridge, he actually briefly visited the middle of the earth where he said he heard millions of people screaming in the depths of hell. He describes the whole thing as an out-of-body experience, saying he was pulled from his body and travelled to hell through a long tunnel. He said he then saw two enormous demons pacing around a cell. The creatures, who had a ferocious demeanour, were blaspheming. Oh dear. One demon picked him up and threw him into the wall of the prison cell. The other demon dug its claws into his chest and tore open the flesh. As if all of this wasn't bad enough, he was then taken out of the prison cell and put next to a random pit of fire. This raging pit of fire that was about a mile across. Enormous pit with flames raging high up into this open cavern. And this is where I could first see people. It is so loud and deafening in hell. There were people literally inside this pit, in the flames burning. It was real, literal fire. Yeah, real. He added the stench in hell is the most foul, putrid, disgusting odour and likens it to sewers and burning sulphur and it's toxic to inhale and hard to swallow. A bit like this story. Uh, Luckily, Bill was returned to Earth safely and ended up writing a book called 23 Minutes in Hell, which went on to sell more than a million copies. Yes, a fool and his money are easily parted. Believe it or not. Not! You cannot be serious!